You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. It's the after laugh, after laugh. Welcome to the after laugh, after laugh, after laugh. After laugh, man. <laughs> Go ahead, pull up a chair. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome to The Afterlife. Uh, we have a very interesting episode. Actually, I'm very excited because Sean Joshi is a good friend of mine. How you doing, Sean? I'm doing fucking great, Bill. This <laughs> definitely isn't the third time we've started this podcast. It's not the third? Mm-mm. No, Second. it's exactly the third. It is. <laughs> it is. And what happened? The first time you said something too personal, and the second time I said something too personal. So I feel like we're not giving the people the real shit right this, now. This is what I believe, Sean. Tell me. My belief is that when you get passionate about something oh fucking christ you become very you become you you, you sort of like take over guys let me tell you something about bill bill doesn't like the guests on his podcast to talk (laughs) that's not true that's the thing the guests can't talk here's the other thing bill is usually the smartest guy in the room except for when i'm around (laughs) so when i'm around you know he he gets insecure we're not even in a room so it doesn't even make sense whatever bill sean we're friends quit trying to pretend like we're not friends (sighs) i hate you god damn it because so, your penis is slightly smaller than mine. Anyways, great. <laughs> See, do you really believe that? I, okay, so Sean, we measured in Reno. Don't act like we didn't. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, um, I've never. We done may have that touched. Before. We Wait, may have touched a little bit. Have we you ever done that before? Honestly, like measuring, sh- like measured penis against another man. Well, let me tell you a time. I was in the hot tub in Indiana in 2003. Yeah, we used to compare penis size in high school. You didn't do I that? I never did. Well, I went to a Brad black, Culver. I went to a biggest... black high school, so why would I ever do that? That's the recipe for disaster. Well, let me tell you something. Bill actually has a pretty big dick. you never seen my dick? I've seen your dick. Bullshit. When? Bro, you sent me pictures of your dick. <laughs> Bro, you have sent me pictures of your dick. Why would I do such a thing? With, uh, no uh, by the way, for the record, say with consent. For the with podcast. consent. Okay, thank God. Okay. Yes, yeah, 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 of course. Wow, I did that. That's fucked up. Yeah. I'm sorry, Sean. Can I tell you something? <laughs> yeah. Can, you, can I tell you something? In California, there was a bill introduced to make it a crime if you send a penis picture without permission. Now, we have a woman sitting here in the audience here. What do you feel about that legislation? Well, she doesn't have a microphone, so. <laughs> yes, because Bill doesn't believe that women on this podcast should have microphones. I mean, yeah, I agree with that. I am not down for an unsolicited dick yes. picture. Now, I can never send a dick pic because yeah. I'm too hairy. It just looks like an old man with a beard. You know what I mean? I send a dick pic. It ends up on the news. You know what I mean? Well, proof. Fucking Bin Laden's still alive. Alex Jones. Fucking Sean's dick. Fucking still alive. Mediterranean Sea. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've, I have I will admit, I have sent some in the past, but no one's ever seen them because they try to they try download like file too large. <laughs> hey, guys, come on now. There we are. Here we're starting with the jokes. <laughs> Here we are. Now so we're Sean, rolling. Listen, Sean, we are friends. We've been we've known each other for a long time. You say that like it's not true, Bill. No, I'm because you're just so mean to me. When am I mean to you, Bill? Now, you're wearing but glasses this, without frames. I feel you deserve to be somebody to be mean I, to you. Let me tell you about the glasses without frames. I had yeah, to do what the fuck shots. is that about? And you knew headshots. Yeah, why the fuck are you wearing frames without glasses, Bill? That is not acceptable. And they acceptable. reflected, so he popped them out. That was today. So now I have these the, glasses. But why are you still... You know, realize that was several hours. Time is a okay, linear you equation. You, you really want, this is a visual thing that people won't get. But when I wear a black t-shirt and tight jeans... Yes. Without the glasses, I look too much like Johnny Bravo. Now, did you buy that gay. t-shirt from Chris D'Elia's front yard sale? <laughs> Moving on. Anyway, Sean, listen, this is what I want to... 
It's one of those droopy things, those kitchen apron things. You no, know it's one of those things like it's long in the front. <laughs> it's like a, a it's a, a, a loin. What would you call that? A loin no, it's cloth. It's one of those shirts that's long in the front. I have a long torso, okay? You do. You have a very and long it, and torso. And it covers, if you have a little bit of a fupa, it helps yeah. cover the fupa. Yeah, yeah. It, okay. The combination of the blackness It's a loincloth. It's an attached loincloth. <laughs> yeah. Let's accept these exactly. Urban Outfitters t-shirts for what they are. Loincloths. Attached loincloths. Yes, and I, f- and I love them. Yes, and okay. I love you, Bill. Would you ever rock one of these? Never. Never? Because <laughs> I have taste and sense. <laughs> I read books written by French people. <laughs> Whoa. God damn it. You know what's so funny? I don't remember the last time I read a book. Well, no one reads anymore, and that's a great problem with our society. Nobody should be taken seriously if they don't read. You know, if you if you look at 1985 television, everybody's like, oh, that motherfucker doesn't read? <laughs> what, a, what a fool. Yeah. And now nobody reads. Basically, don't listen to anybody who doesn't read, and you too should read. Okay, look, but my point is this. When you spend so much time- Reading is fundamental, Bill. Yes, I know. We've, like books with paper and carbon. So you believe that I don't let my guests- Anyway, so I feel like when you- Let me expound and expand. <laughs> I feel like- Why are you, you going to her? I'm right here. Sorry, go ahead. When you read on the internet for so long, your eyes get accustomed to moving and taking in information sure. a certain way. Sure, And then a book is like, uh, like I have to retrain my eyes to read like a paper book. Well, you know, it's interesting, though, because they've done studies on this, and they've actually found that you absorb more information when reading through paper. It's actually better for your brain. Because what happens when you read through a screen, it, it disrupts your brain cell processes. So actually, if you read uh, through a screen before you go to sleep, your brain has a harder time entering that REM state. It makes sense, yeah. Than opposed to if you read uh, a paper and carbon book. So sometimes killing trees is good for your brain. I absolutely agree. Yeah. And is is that all due to blue light or is there other factors other than blue light? Because I always hear like blue light, blue light, blue light. And I'm like, oh, sure, I'll buy these blue light blocker glasses. Yeah, sure. But I have no idea what the fuck blue light now, really I'm is. I'm not a scientist, but I am Indian. Okay. Oh, close and enough. I believe it may have something to do with blue light. You what know, is because blue that's light something exactly? I've, I have no idea. <laughs> But I find this is what you do on podcasts. You talk about things you have no idea about. Yeah. So I think we're about power for the course. And there are people who believe that blue light is actually a conspiracy by the Illuminati to control the masses. Oh, has this turned into Sam Tripoli's podcast? <laughs> is that what's happening? Well, no, like, I did Sam like Tripoli. Like I love Pop- Tripoli. And you also uh, like conspiracies. I love Tripoli. I love conspiracies circa 1993. Okay, before they were used conspiracy? by Russians and Chinese to program white people to hate their own country. What's your favorite conspiracy that, that you think is actually true? That you are well, on the it's not a conspiracy. About. So if it's true, you know what I mean. But I mean, people, the general, the general the public at large believes it's it's a conspiracy. But you actually are like sure, ah. sure. Uh, in 1983, the New York Knicks got the number one pick in Patrick Ewing, and I've always believed that envelope was frozen and uh, to screw the Indiana Pacers because the league was in such a precarious point. You know, yet to yet to remember, Magic and Bird had just entered. Okay, so for uh, the great Patrick Ewing to go to Indiana would have been almost a death sentence. Yeah. You know, so the conspiracy theory in Indiana is they froze the envelope, they picked up the envelope, and the New York Knicks out of their ass got Patrick Ewing, you know, mm. and they screwed us out of it. Here's another, I don't know if this is a conspiracy theory. That and JFK was killed by the CIA. Yeah. By the white patriarchy of the United States. Now, what about this one? I don't know if this is true or not. It actually might be a fact at this point. Yeah. The very famous shot of Muhammad Ali with this hand up like this in the ring yeah. with Sonny Liston. Get up! No one's going to believe you. Get up! No one's going to believe you. As Is that what he said? That's what Muhammad Ali said as he would, as he was over Sonny Liston's body. He said, get up. No one's going to believe you. That's absolutely believable. Now, yeah. Muhammad Ali would not have been involved in that in any way whatsoever. 
Uh, and that's why he was telling the motherfucker to get the fuck up. Yeah. Because he wanted the pedigree on the motherfucking win. But Sonny Liston, who they call the meanest son of a bitch who ever lived, he was mobbed the fuck up. He was absolutely mobbed the yeah, fuck he was. up. And may I remind you what happened in the first fight? Okay, Sonny Liston put shit on the end of his gloves to blind Muhammad Ali. And Muhammad Ali, the great champion that he was, the youngest champion of all goddamn time, he couldn't see for two goddamn rounds, and he danced his fucking way out of it, and we could see again, he tattered that bitch down to the goddamn floor. Well, I don't know that story. That's that is That happened in Muhammad well, Ali's first reason, fight, and he the reason, went over the race the greatest of goddamn all time, you can't stop me, you can't stop me. And that's why he wanted to beat his ass in the end, mm -hmm. and that's why Sonny Liston... Uh, probably took a dive because if I if I, this could be incorrect, but if I remember correctly, the odds were either even or in Sonny's favor on the I think rematch. They were in Sonny's favor for sure. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, all that boxing was so dirty back in the day. But fucking now, Muhammad, Muhammad was a better fighter in every way. So if he took a knee, it didn't fucking matter. You know? Yeah. Speaking of boxing, Sean, one of the more cashes. interesting facts about Sean Joshi is that he was on the way to being a Golden Gloves boxer. It's one thing when, when Sean gets drunk, he's like, ah, Bill, you know what? So how'd that come about? Because uh, obviously as an Indian from Indiana, yes, was was boxing doesn't seem like a logical, logical choice. This I'm sure your the, parents weren't like, hey, Sean, you should be a boxer. This was the greatest regret of my life. Well, how did it even come about? How did you start boxing? I, I was going through a breakup. <laughs> it's always a fucking woman, right? And I loved boxing. And uh, How old were you? Uh, fucking 21, 22, 23. Were you just out of college, or what was going on there? In I was in college. So it, was, it must have been 2021. Because, uh, man, this is a whole fucking story. Did you have like story. a college? I love it. Do you have a whole college girlfriend? I always love those people have the college girlfriend from freshman year to senior year. <laughs> like, I never yeah. had a college girlfriend. Yeah. But I senior did. year, you were dating this girl. Yeah. yeah. Was it? Now, when did you lose your virginity, Sean? 21 years old. Oh, so you lost it with her? No. no. So this was a, a follow in the same year following. Okay. So I knocked out the first one, and then... I was on a hot streak. Yeah. Once I found out what was possible. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so uh, she was fucking some other dude. I was like, oh, I'm going to go hit something, right? And I always love boxing, right? So how'd you find out she's fucking another dude? Oh, you know, you just find these things fucking out, right? Sean, give us the details, I don't man. remember, to be honest with you. It was like 21, 22. I mean, at that age, because usually it would be like, what, you look through the phone, but- Okay, maybe she was fucking another dude and I was fucking her. Maybe that's what was happening. <laughs> maybe she had a boyfriend that you were Maybe she had a boyfriend and I was fucking her. Maybe that's So you got mad. You were storming around campus. Yeah, yeah. That's where it goes. So I actually I actually started covering boxing uh for the for the uh college newspaper. Now what college was it again? Indiana University. Indiana University. Yeah. Hoosiers. I mean that's a huge that's yeah, a huge yeah. So I got linked up with this old cat. His name is Fred Burns. He's a Kentucky colonel, okay? Fred Burns has put on the most fight promotions in the history of the United States, okay? And through him, I met Reggie Strickland, who has the most professional fights in the history of the United States. Whoa. So these two guys I started piling around with and learning the ropes of boxing. So like me and Fred were gonna put on a fight in Bloomington, like we're gonna do all this. He took me under his wing, like he put on the, he took me around to everybody. This kid, Sean Joe, he's gonna make a million dollars someday. You know now, what I mean? Let me ask you like he loved me. So through him, I met a boxing trainer, Reggie Strickland, boxing trainer. Reggie Strickland is the man. Guinness Book of World Records, who has had the most fights in the United States. Like, this man has like 1,300 fights, something crazy, you know? So this man uh, was Reggie Strickland's trainer at one point, and I started training to him. So I started going to him, and he liked me because I would have a regiment. I would show up, I would put an incline, 0.5, on the motherfucking treadmill, and I would run up that shit for a mile. First thing when I showed up. 
Mm-hmm. And next thing, I went to the speed bag. I got my speed bag up, right? And then after I got the speed bag, coach took me in. And we started going training. We started going training. We started going training. Now, you got to remember, I was a little skinny Indian kid at this fucking How time. How much did Not you weigh at that time? Ass. 153. And I would punch straight right, straight right, straight right. You know, coach would teach me left, left jab, left, left jab, straight right. And he would, where the fuck does your power come from? He never understood it. Anger, bitch. That's where my power comes from. <laughs> Anger. And remember when we were in Reno? Well, fucking Rife, Rife probably does 250 push-ups a day and then tweaks his tits in the fucking mirror. You know what I mean? And he does his boxing lessons. Rife goes and punches. Oh, bro, look at this punch I fucking did. I fucking outpunched that bitch with my fat fucking bitch tits. You know what I mean? Wait, but at an, an arcade game. Yes. Well, that measures. Does that really? The thing that, that measures your punch power. Is that power. the thing that measures for professional boxers? Or is that just for Well, I outclass them by 20 points every single subsequent punch. <laughs> so what the fuck else do you want? It could be technique. I mean, I I'm don't know. I'm just telling you, I got punching power, bitch. I believe it. I believe it. Calm yeah. down, Sean. Calm down. So so how long have you been training boxing? I will fight a woman right now. <laughs> so how long did you, were you training So in coach boxing? asked me to fight Golden Gloves. He says, champ, how long have you been training at this point when he asked? Uh, this is probably uh, uh, fucking eight months to a year. So it would have been first classification of yeah. uh, Golden Gloves. And uh, the, the night before he asked me, uh, I was in there, and it was it, me and this kid. He was probably 6'3". And uh, I'm, I'm there on the speed bag, and uh, the kid comes up to me and says, I want you to spar with me. I said, you want me to spar with you? He said, yeah, spar with me. I'm just going to back up on the ropes, Yeah, and you just try to hit me. And Coach is talking to some friend. I've never seen Coach with a friend in there. And Coach is talking to a friend in the other room. And I start sparring with this fucking guy. Yeah. Coach comes in. He's going, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, you can't. No, no, no. You can't do that, son. He goes, I'm going to show you something, right? So Coach gets up the pads on there. And he goes, one, 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 two. You know what I mean? And I'm just like doing my thing, well, regular yeah. thing. And I, I knew that maybe I was good. When his friend looked at me and he goes, looking good, champ, looking yeah, yeah. real good. I was like, oh, shit. Either oh, I'm shit. good or this motherfucker wants to fuck me the way he's looking at me. <laughs> right? And champ looks at, or uh, coach looks at, uh, I did one of those one of those straight rights, uh, like Pacquiao at his left. And uh, coach said, see now? And he looked over that 6'3 guy and he goes, I'm glad I didn't do that shit. And I had no idea. Yeah. You know, I really, I really That's didn't That's kind of cool it. to learn that you have this, like, power that you know you had a punching oh, power. Oh, bro, like, some people I, have a, natural. I have a good so, punch. So he said he wants you to do golden gloves. What yeah. happened? So this bitch. <laughs> Is it back to the girl? Yeah, she's like, same one that okay. started it. Wait, Sean, she forbade you? What happened? No, 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 no. I fucked it up. This is why it's great regret in my life. Yeah. She's like, I'm going out to California for the motherfucking summer. And uh-huh. I said... I think I'm going out to California for the motherfucking summer. Was it because you was it because you were so like jealous or you were like No, 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 no. So everything it seemed like maybe was settled down with the dude. She's going out to California. It's the summer. I'm in Did shape. she invite you to go? I've been boxing. You know what I mean? So Did she invite you to go or did she just sort of like lay it out there like mm. Yeah, so I went and let's just say things disintegrated on the on the trip. You know, so I ended out in California by after myself. After that summer, you couldn't go back and start up again? Well, I stayed out in California for a while. Oh, so you're out for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and by the time weed. I went back, I did go back boxing a couple of times, but I didn't realize, like, really what the fuck I had. Like, yeah. you know, I'm not saying I could have been pro or anything, but I, I think I could have done very, very well in golden gloves for sure. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Because I had power. I had I had the work ethic. cared about it. I fucking cared about it, and I could put punches together. I can still put punches together. Yeah. 
So yeah. do you still do you still spar? Do you still train boxing? Do you still put on the pads and shit? No, bro. I've been I've been smoking seven blunts a day. <laughs> I walked I walked halfway up running today. I was out of my fucking lungs and mind. Like Bill, I was worried about my set. I was like, bro, like have you ever worked out so much you get like a little lightheaded? That runner's high shit, bro. I had the runner's high of a quarter of a mile. Like I'm the most unhealthy I've ever been. Bill, I smoked seven blunts. Two Saturdays ago, within a period of twelve hours, like I'm fucking Snoop Dogg right now, bro. Is yeah. there is there something you want to tell me, Sean? Why are you smoking so much? Because I'm good at it. <laughs> I've, I've discovered you, my passion. No, miss Dur- during uh, <laughs> lockdown. Did we become more important in your life? Was it one of those things where, like, cause you? I don't remember you being that much of a stoner. No, I I you just, smoked, but like I not mean, that much. Why does it have to be importance attached? I was just bored. <laughs> well, I mean that's something, right? Well, you know what else happened? <clears throat> I ordered whippets uh, during uh, lockdown quarantine. Now, the only way I know whippets is is just from the fucking can of bread. Yeah, you could order whippets in Los Angeles through Postmates. Some Middle what? Eastern guys, or one of those Middle Eastern Postmates. Yeah, Postmates. And so, what do you order? Like, I want to whip it, or you want a ready? No, no. Whip? So, so I don't know if you're familiar with Postmates bill, but you don't talk to it on the phone. You order it with your fingers. Yeah. You know. So uh, what I did is uh, one of these Middle East. There's a lot of these Middle Eastern tabak shops around here. Like, I don't know if you're listening to this in the middle of the country, but we have diversity out here. So we have these so middle. So tabak is the Middle Eastern word for. Well, it's, yeah, it's technically <laughs> French, Bill, but the French colonized <laughs> a lot of brown places, right? So they now call them tabak. T-A-B-A-C. Okay. And, uh, and uh, so you can order from these places, you know, because these places, uh, you know, they don't give a shit. They just want to make money. They sell all these weird pills. Like, what is Kratom? Can you tell me what that is? I've K-R- never heard of my life. Yeah, you can order all this shit. And I say, oh, 50 pack of whippets. Hey, uh, brother of mine, during a pandemic, are you bored? You can't go. Let's order these fucking whippets. So we ordered a 50 pack of whippets and they had the balloons, bro. What do you mean the balloons? What are the she balloons? knows. Tell it. Put the mic in her face. I don't know what that Put means. Put the mic in her face so she can explain. Okay. What God, is- he's such a Mormon. He he started smoking weed three months ago and he thinks he's edgy or some shit. Tell him. Tell him about the balloons. Don't okay, act like you don't know. So basically, like when I went to college, I seen a lot of my <laughs> friends do this, and yeah, I, I just thought it was there. stupid. I tried it once, but basically, the balloons are when you inhale the balloon, and then your voice like changes, but you get high too. Helium. Yeah, yeah that's helium. Yeah. No, I, that's what's well, terrible explanation. I'm gonna take it's this. It's just break. stupid. Yeah. So okay. let me tell you about the time. <laughs> So, yeah, you get these balloons, but they're not like, you know, regular balloons. They're real industrial balloons. And yeah. you fill the whole goddamn thing with nitrous. And you huff it in, you huff it out, you huff it Do in. Do you have like out. a nitrous fucking canister? And you, Yeah. Like, this is what you have the fucking tennis. <laughs> the little whippets. So you get little mini canisters. Uh-huh. And you get the wah, 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 wahs. Uh-huh. Now, let me tell you a beautiful time I was I've in Prague. I've never done whippets. Okay. Let me tell you a beautiful time I was in Prague. Okay. I was in Prague. I was in a little place called Zhishkov. And in Zhishkov, they have a beautiful hill overlooking the entire city. And do you know what I did with these beautiful white kids these beautiful white kids that i called my friends we went and we got fucking whippets and we sat on the hill and we got the wah wah wahs and we watched the sunset over the old town and the new town nove mesto and it was the most fucking beautiful thing so what i'm trying to tell your fucking audience is this travel expand your mind order whippets on fucking postmates <laughs> but i thought whippets only lasted for a Carpe brief m- they, i thought they lasted for like a minute they last oh, less than that. <laughs> so you have to keep keep doing it. Keep doing it, keep and then doing it? it's like uh, diminishing returns. You know and what I mean? It's basically laughing gas, right? It is laughing gas. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, why wouldn't you just get a f- 
canister of laughing gas somewhere. And Bill, just can you order a canister of like laughing Oka. gas on fucking Postmates? Well, I didn't know you could order fool. whippets. I just on told you that you can order whippets on Postmates. That's, that's why crazy. you order whippets on Postmates. So otherwise, you have to like rob a hospital. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wow, that's fucking nuts, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it. It doesn't concern you when you're doing whippets that your brain's going to fry. Nothing like that ever happens. So, bro, I got brain cells to give, bro. I read French books. Ask me what I'm reading right now. What are you reading right Les now? Les Miserables, Victor Hugo. Don't trust people don't read. Read again. Yeah. We had to judge oh, people don't people read. People who saw the musical Les Mis are so fucking, ugh. They're yeah, plebs. They are. Yeah, you got to read the actual. From so Victor, you, you know how you know that word plebs? By reading. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. When I used and to, and you read. don't act like you're above reading. You're a rocket scientist, bro. I used Do you to know read Bill's a, a rocket scientist. He acts like he's dumb, but he's a fucking rocket scientist. Look, I don't want to talk about. It. I got a degree from Princeton cum laude, aerospace engineering. But yeah. that's not the point. The point well, is came, this: you came on a you came, Mike you David, came on Mike a guy David. named Cloud, <laughs> Mike David. I should be smoking cigarettes, Sean. Yeah. How dare you recommend? I do you have that? more weed, Mike David? This podcast so, is really dragging me down. Anyways. Why is it dragging you down? No, it's not dragging. So, Sean, down. let me. Let we me. just haven't talked enough about me, to be honest. But anyway, let's go ahead. <laughs> so, Sean, this is what I feel about you. I think you're a great guy. I think you're a very <laughs> smart guy. You're a very funny guy, talented Thank guy. Thank you. And I've always been a little bit bummed out at how upset you are. <laughs> how upset I am? How like every time we'd go to Reno, Sean, you'd be like, "Oh, what the fuck am I doing?" No, I'm here mad in about Reno, everything. Like drinking. No, I'm like, upset about everything. Why are you happy about everything? Huh? You're wearing. Yeah, you're happy. I think that's weird. What is there to be happy about, Bill? Because we're going to fucking die, so just have fun. No, we're going to fucking die, bro. Yeah, so just have fun. So fuck this shit. (laughs) You know what I mean? I don't want to die. I want to fight death. I think we can fight fight death. death. I think you can do it. I think we're within the lifetime of fighting death. Well, there is. Now, let's talk about that because there is a a contingency of people who believe that that death is like the last virus we have to cure and that there are. People who believe that within a few generations we'll be able to like live well, well, almost well, well, forever. We can beat death, but it's not that simple because we death is simple to beat. But then how do you beat the heat death of the universe, right? You can beat death, but then how do you beat heat death? The universe is going to die. And the truth is, Bill, mm-hmm. that we have to punch through to another universe. Now, okay, simulation theory. Uh-huh. Can we go there? Yeah, Simulation course. theory. I'm beyond the conversation of simulation theory real, simulation theory not real. It's most likely that we're living in a simulation because we can actually technologically deduce the technology to be able to create a simulation of like course. this. So that immediately becomes the most... Yeah. I came up with that in 11th grade lunch line and some French philosopher got all the fucking credit two years later. It's bullshit. I remember where I was. How do you know that you, where you were? At the, was he at the lunch? Because I remember the thought. He was in the what? cafeteria and he no, was... No, like, I came up with the thought first, okay. like, yeah. but I didn't get credit for it. Yeah. You understand? But I came up with that thought. Yeah. But this French philosopher got the credit for it. Yeah. But I came up with the first by two years in the lunch line at Carmel High School. So what does that mean that we're in a simulation to you? What does that mean in terms of how you look at the world? Is that depressing or is that relaxing? (laughs) I wish we could get beyond all this bullshit to get to the real point of it. The problem is when you bring up simulation theory to most people, it's really challenging them because they immediately think my life is fake. My life is fake. So they find it a really distressing idea to fucking confront. But really, it doesn't mean anything because if life is a, uh, what is how do you pronounce the word simulacrum you know what I mean simulacrum yeah well how the fuck you pronounce it if life is is at that similitude to base reality then there is no effective difference between a simulated reality and base reality but the real the real question which is not being asked about simulation is what is base reality yeah and what does that mean dimensionally we already think we exist in a dimensional plane so what the fuck is base reality nobody's ready for these questions Bill no one's asking them not Joe Rogan, that's for sure. I think Mike David <laughs> might know what base reality is. Mike David, you want to cover that? He's got an answer. He knows him like 
He emailed you eight years ago. Base reality is the real question of simulation theory. That's everyone talks about simulation theory. Nobody talks about base reality. So what so do you mean by base hear, reality? Simulation theory is passe. So audience, if you're out there and you hear people talk about simulation theory, forget about that. The just say base, base reality, reality, and when they go, "What do you mean?" Just walk away and say, "You're so dumb." <laughs> yes, <laughs> you have to be a hipster. You don't know it. what base reality is? <laughs> oh, I, I love mean, just my man bun. I fucking love that. Um, so what is base reality? What does it mean? I don't know. That's a oh, what is base reality? Really? Yeah. Well, what, is, what does that mean So to if this you? is a simulation, uh -huh. uh, base reality would effectively be uh, from the reality from whence these simulations were launched from. Because if we're in a simulation, we're not in the original simulation. We're in like an, an a infinitum of, of a simulation. Of a simulation. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Which doesn't make your life any less meaningful, by the way. Of course, nor does it make it any less meaningless. It's it's all the same. I mean, what you're describing is actually, on some level, it's sort of Buddhism, right? It sort of talks to the I'm idea of reincarnation, right? Finally, getting around to this, <laughs> dude. Uh, basically, Eastern thought in terms of Buddhism, Hinduism. I mean, uh, like white people were talking about the Earth being flat like 400 years ago, and you read the ancient texts in the East, and they're like, "There's multiple realities, the multiple dimensions," and it's basically a science book now. Why are you white know? people so dumb? You're not dumb. You guys just like, <laughs> you kicked. Here's the problem with white history. You guys think that you were ahead the whole time, and that's not true. The, just 300 years ago when the Chinese used gunpowder for fireworks, you guys were like, oh, we can shoot people with this. <laughs> so then like you leaped ahead because people use uh, fireworks for like uh, beauty and you guys were like, oh, we can like colonize shit and take resources. So up until 300 years ago, you weren't ahead. You were actually behind. Mm-hmm. And you guys used to live in caves when India and the East were like had full functioning societies. Yeah, so you no, were cave people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so your whole your whole ethnocentrist view of history is wrong, white man. Wrong, white man. It's wrong. So do you think that? Do you think that, that critical race theory should be taught in schools? I don't know what critical race theory is. How I just do you not I just know. I because like people use that word, but it's just for like Fox News people. It's not a real thing. Like you know this Fox News shit that they get you mad about. It was critical race theory. It was Mr. Potato Head, and then it was caravans. It's a scene in 1984 where they go to work and they just yell at some random guy on the screen. It's all bullshit, dude. Yeah, a but Antifa isn't can, real. It's can, 13 kids in Seattle. Okay, but can you also admit that no. I completely agree with you? Yeah. Can you okay, also you know, I completely admit, agree with you, but I'm also going to placate the other side by saying something. Well, can't don't you also think that it's politics and everyone plays politics no, on both no, no, sides? No. You because think only no, no, Republicans? No, 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 no. This is bullshit. This 50-50 sides of politics. I'm not saying You're 50, but fascism. it could be 60-40 or 70-30. Democrats now are Republicans from the 1980s. Okay, Republicans now are Germans from the 1930s. <laughs> That's okay. a good joke. Have you said that's funny? No, I just came up with it actually. Oh, we got to remember that. that. But not everything is 50 50. Just because one side believes in one thing and one side believes in another yes, doesn't I'm believe not saying that. Okay, okay. So this is the Republican Democratic Party. Yes, they are both shit, but one side has become more shit. And I'll will, I will give you this with this analogy or metaphor. I won't be able to tell the difference between the two. But let's imagine there are two brothers and they go to lunch over a, a period of 30 years. And and on alternating days for that 30 years, one brother orders one period of food. Uh, one kind of food, and the other brother orders another kind of food, okay? Mm -hmm. And for 25 years of that fucking period, one brother orders pizza, and the other brother orders cheeseburgers. Okay. And then all of a sudden, one brother starts ordering shit sandwiches. He starts ordering feces for the table, okay? And the other brother is also eating the feces, but he's still ordering pizza on his fucking days, all right? Is it fair to blame both orders of both brothers for ordering <laughs> shit sandwiches. No. Well, There's I will say this. There's only one party, or that party ordering shit that sandwiches. That's definitely an analogy. There's only one party who is uh, 
supporting Viktor Orban, who is supporting uh, Vladimir Putin, who is supporting the continuation of student loans, who is supporting the continuation of a tax structure which supports billionaires. So for, uh, forget about this woke shit. This woke shit is annoying, but everything other than legislation is propaganda. Look mm -hmm. at the fucking legislation. Yeah. All that matters is fucking legislation. Of course. Okay? And here's what I'm going to tell you. One party is off the fucking reservation, and one party is like... Uh, like both parties in 1982, which is shitty, but at least they're not eating shit sandwiches. So do you think that the Overton window has shifted to favor liberals or conservatives? Um, uh, politically, legislatively, again. Our well, legislatively, wait, gay, listen, marriage, listen, listen, gay, listen, gay listen. marriage is... Politics have become culture. Legislative. Politics has become culture. This is why I don't talk politics with most people. Because politics to most people are what they see on the news. And politics to me is legislation. Uh -huh. Politics to me is white papers. Politics to me is the stuff that actually gets passed. Yeah. And nobody talks about that anymore. They're all caught in the WWE. Yeah. And that's because they don't read books. Yeah, because they just look at the... But that's also that's also that's also the media. The media knows that they can get clicks if they do the headline. No, the again, this isn't true. Oh, you only have Tucker Carlson is in Hungary right now talking to Victor Orban, who is a real life fucking fascist. <laughs> it's not true. You know who? Rachel Maddow talks policy. She, that's why her show's fucking boring. Because she talks fucking policy. <laughs> I, I, I do agree. I do agree okay, that people and this, don't. This, want I to hate this policy. woke shit. I hate this woke shit. But let me tell you, this woke shit is not reflective in the Democratic Party in terms of legislation. It is yeah. not at all. Woke shit sucks, okay? But they're trying to cancel shit. Republicans are actually trying to cancel democracy. You know what I mean? That is the key difference to me. Yeah. How are they trying to cancel democracy? What do you mean? By saying that black people's votes don't count in different areas? Are they saying that? They are saying that. Are you not familiar with the new Jim Crow laws going up in literally every fucking state, somehow only limiting voting hours to places where black and brown people are? I don't know. I haven't read the legislation. Oh, it's interesting. You haven't read the legislation. No, I, nor do I have an opinion about it. Well, there's it. a new Jim Crow law going on in like every like 37 states right now. Yeah. And what, what's the most damning uh, part of that Jim Crow law that makes it just because... Uh, in black areas, they, they remove the polls? Is that what the main issue is? Or the, well, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you an example. So for, I'll give you a very concrete example. Mm -hmm. So in certain white areas, they may extend uh, the polling for hours upon hours, and they, uh -huh. won't, they won't care, right? But for high city areas, or you know, high uh, where Democratic votes are, mm -hmm. uh, they will restrict the voting hours in those areas Right, and they will go to specifically restrict those hours in those areas. Yeah. Where in those other areas, they won't do that. What reason do they have for that? Do they give a reason for it? Some bullshit reason, like it's yeah. because uh, what do they say? What do they say? I don't even know. Well, in Texas and places like uh, Georgia, where recently Democrats just won, uh, the reason they'll give for it is uh, they'll say voting corruption, which doesn't exist. Like there's no uh, there's no actually recorded instances of it yeah you know are you so. saying that you don't believe the my pillow guy is that what you're saying right now by the I, way i say i like to get my election information from guys <laughs> who sell pillows is what i like to say we also sell sheets apparently now um yeah do, do you think that there what what is the way forward like do you think there is reconciliation the republican party has to die and the american population has to realize the republican party is a psyop by the russian and chinese government and the white man in this country has been deluded and he's been sold a false lie and uh and when the white man finally realizes that 
then maybe this country can move forward. So what, what does that look like, though? Tell me how that, what that looks like. So white man it goes, okay. the white man, it's, it's the Bob Dylan song from 1963, Only a Pawn in the Game. Like, yeah. white, white people have been soft radicalized in this country. It's like Syria 2018, basically. Well, that's a pretty strong statement. It's there. true, though, bro. It's true. I mean, I don't think you realize what happened in this country. We have, you know, uh, 45% of the Republican Party believe that state legislatures uh, should over, overturn the popular vote. <laughs> you realize that? That's and that really, would that would that would be that would be foolish if you didn't realize there's a historical precedence yes. uh, for presidential votes to be based on that. Yeah. Meaning when this country was started, that's actually how votes for presidents were made. Yeah. You know? So there's actually an entire apparatus going right now to overturn democratic voting systems. And you're asking me what's happening. You know, they want to eliminate black people voting by going to state fucking legislatures. Because yeah. they believe the man with the hair, you know, <laughs> it's ridiculous. White people have been soft radicalized and don't see it. There's no difference the, between white people now and like uh, uh, Hungarians or Polish people or uh, fucking Syrians when that shit was going down there. On the sneak tip, though, Sean, there are a lot of we black, need white men to come back to us. Republicans, because I was never a white man guy. I blame the white men, but you guys have lost your fucking shit. Bro. <laughs> you guys have lost your fucking shit. What do you say, you guys? I just happen to be white. Yeah, you say, oh, help. there's no Nazis. There's no Nazis. Bro, there's so there many There's no Nazis. There's so many Nazis. Bro. By the way, it's a solid joke, so you can't. It is a great joke. It's a great joke. Yeah. I like that joke. By the way, and, and I'm not I'm not conflating Nazis with white supremacy. I'm not saying there's not white supremacy. I'm just saying actual Nazis. Well, it's functional authoritarianism. And you know, you realize, like, you say that, but we have rising authoritarianism in Europe. And as as Europe goes, the world goes. Poland, rising authoritarianism. Uh, Hungary, rising authoritarianism. Mm -hmm. Austria, for the first time, has far-right parties in their parliament again. France, for the first time, has far-right yeah. parties. Germany, for the first time. You know what happens when Germany gets far-right parties, yeah. bro? Yeah, <laughs> we don't want to do that shit again. Yeah, once you they know, start, once they start having pride. Democracy in the is in uh, is in uh, 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 democracy is like a receding hairline, and uh, and basically white bros in America are ruining it because white bros in America are supposed to stand up for democracy. But don't you also think that that's sort of the cycle of things? Like, no, it's not the cycle of things. America is a democratic country, and in my opinion, should only do business with other democratic countries. And white bros need to get back on board with that. Republicans were always against Putin. They yeah. were always against uh, this fucking tin pot shit. I want Republicans from 1988 back. I want Dick Luger back. <laughs> Give me those fucking Republicans back. Yeah, I I'll get take that. those motherfuckers back. But I this new shit, like Tucker Carlson cupping and bawling Victor Orban, no, goddamn no. That's not America. I will not accept America like that. Yeah, I will not. I hear you. And hear you know, you. I like Republic. I like the Republican Party of 1988. I like the Republican Party of 1992. I do not like the Republican Party of 1997 because that uh, Fox News debuted in, in 1996. Since then, that, that party has gone completely off the rails. If you look at what fucking Ronald Reagan believed in, what fucking uh, Richard Nixon believed in, Richard Nixon started the EPA. Richard mm -hmm. Nixon had a deal for, uni for universal health care on the table. Throughout that period, Republicans believed in a minimum wage tied to inflation. There's only one party right now who does not believe in a minimum wage tied to inflation. There's yeah. only one party right now who does not believe that a 40-hour a work week, 40-hour work week, you should not be able to pay for a house and for your kids to go to college. So when you hear all this cultural bullshit about this woke, 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 oh, yes, I hate woke shit, but it, look at the legislation. Yeah, Only one party is, is robbing you. It is absolutely a Statue of Liberty play. No, yeah. They're doing the Statue it, of Liberty play so they don't see what's going on. Republicans have gone off the of reservation. Yeah. Absolutely. Anyways. Yeah. 
So what do you think is going to happen? This country is fucked. What does that mean? It's fucked. What does that you mean? You guys don't believe it. White man doesn't believe in democracy anymore. He doesn't believe in voting. What's saying white man like you're an, an, a Native American? It's true. Fuck it is true. The white man does not believe in democracy <laughs> anymore, and he's been radicalized, bro. And I'm trying to tell you so you can realize it. I see. It. I have no. I have no. I have no uh, dog or pony in the show. I'm telling you, white bros have Why lost the goddamn have, mind. What do you mean you don't have a dog and pony in the show? I love this country. Yeah. I have that in the show. How how do I have a bigger dog and pony in the show than you do? We have the same dog and pony Because in the show. you have a bigger demographic. You got to talk to your people. You guys are losing your fucking minds. Like, you don't believe in democracy. You're out of your fucking minds. Like, vaccines are fucking... You're out of your minds, bro. You're what? out of your fucking minds. What about you're vaccines? out of your goddamn mind. Everything, you're out of your minds. <laughs> every, every single issue, you're out of your goddamn minds. White it's people. crazy okay. yeah white bro and white women too well white women yeah them too you know what i mean <laughs> i love how diversity goes uh diversity these days is a black or brown man loses his spot for a white woman that's diversity <laughs> these days you know what I mean? so what, what like star wars look at fucking star wars the black guy has storyline the first set and then he disappeared by the end like what the fuck was that anyways go ahead sorry <laughs> so what country do you think is doing it right none None. America has to lead the world, but you fuckers are letting us down. Gosh, why are you pointing at me? You, Sean, have you thought America about America? Is should be the leader. Of, I believe in American exceptionalism, but Republicans <laughs> left me ten years ago. Why? Why don't you get involved in politics? Is something you be? I mean, you're obviously passionate. You about think it. I want to deal with you, fuckers? <laughs> you're ridiculous. So you want you the world to change, but yes. you're not going to do anything to change it. No, I'm just going to ridicule you. I'm going to ridicule you. I'm going to make. <laughs> I'm you not feel a bad fucking Republican, and I'm, I'm talking not... to you. I'm going to talk you too. I'm going to ridicule you all. I'm going to make you feel bad about yourselves because <laughs> ignorance is over. We had to have a new intellectual movement. Read books. Study legislation. Quit with this fucking park. Oh, bro. Oh, bro. 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 Fuck that shit. <laughs> Read something. Learn something. Two books. Okay. Alex, Alex, what, t- the Talkville, okay? Learning about America. Read that. The second book, A Thousand Days by Arthur Schlesinger. You want to know how the American government works, okay? Don't listen to Alex Jones. Don't watch that bullshit. Wait, Read don't listen to Alex Jones. He's hilarious. Uh, no, fuck that. That's stupid. It'll melt your stupid brain. It'll turn your brain soft. It'll take the edges off, your, the grooves off your brain. Don't listen to Bill. <laughs> listen to me. Read Arthur Schlesinger. He went to fucking Harvard, okay? He was, oh, now you're doing the Harvard's better than Princeton thing. Oh, I know that old yeah, trick. Fuck you. Yeah, it is better than Princeton, yeah, by the right. way. It is. And he was what a special advisor for JFK, okay? Yes. And he was, it's called A Thousand Days because that was the A Thousand Days of JFK's presidency. If you want to get past this bullshit and actually know how your government works, read that fucking book. Get past this book. This is all emotion. You're being played, white man. You're being played. (laughs) Get through it, okay? Read books again. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. Let me be your Moses, white man. I'm the best white man out of all of you, okay? <laughs> Read Ernest Hemingway. Read Jack Kerouac. Have empathy for your fellow man. Forget these people who turn racial resentment into a weapon, okay? You're smarter than that. Sorry, go ahead. Okay, well, that's... So it sounds like there, you have hope. Do you have hope that this will happen? I think I no can hope? lead the white man. Well, I just asked you I think the white, politics I think, and you said no. I think the white man doesn't have heroes. I think the white man does not have right heroes. Yep. White man needs heroes again. So Sacagawea, <laughs> Sacagawea needs to be the white man's hero. Somebody needs to lead them. Yeah, I agree. 
I don't because think these people who are leading white men are leading them astray. What do you think about Biden? I, what do you mean what do I think about Biden? I will tell, Biden is a good president. I'll tell you why. Because Biden is a president who's a 1992 president. He's a 1996 president. He's a 2000 president. He's a normal president who's progressing on a normal plane. You don't have to love or like his policies. You're going to hate his policies. You don't like his policies. But what we used to have in this country, whether it was Democrat or whether it was Republican, they would progress on a semi-normal plane. Sure. Republicans and Democrats used to be a lot more similar that started to change with ronnie reagan in 82 and that was further divided with fox news and made into a total bifurcation so you in pretty much believe that fox news is the reason no it absolutely have, is yeah. it's a it's an inform it, that's like pretending that information operations aren't successful but let's you say know? fox news didn't happen but the internet Who is fox news owned by Rupert murdoch right yeah do you know how do you know how you can buy uh and uh, a cable news network in the United States. Do you know you have to be an American citizen? Really? Did you know that? I you have no to idea. be an American citizen to buy an American cable news network. Really? Yes. How where was where was where was Rupert Murdoch born? Australia. Where does Rupert Murdoch live? Australia. No. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't live in the United States. But yeah. what citizen is he? How is he a U.S. citizen? He's a U.S. fucking citizen. He became a U.S. citizen to buy Fox. That's the only reason. The man spends more time on Putin's yacht than he does in the United States of America. He spends more time with Viktor Orban than he does in the United States of America. R Rupert Murdoch is the most dangerous immigrant that has ever come to the United States. He doesn't give a fuck about America. What people think Brown and, and other people are doing in America, Rupert Murdoch has done to America. And not only that, he is now engaging in a complete... Uh, uh, don't tell him. Rupert Humperdinck. Rupert Humperdinck. That's my Rupert that's Murdoch my works with Russian saber. intelligence and he works with right-wing authoritarian intelligence to launder their fucking um, storylines to break the white man in America. And they have successfully done it. Rupert Murdoch and, and fucking Vladimir Putin, along with help from the but Chinese there, government, there has broken a, the white there, man in America. Wait a second. This is the truth. I feel like your monolithic is saying white man equals Republican. 67% of white men. Six of, of white men are Republican? Vladimir Putin and Rupert Murdoch have broken 67% of white men and turned them against their own country and the values of their own country and deluded them into thinking fascism is patriotism. That is a simple fact. I can buy that. That's yeah. what's happened. Yeah. So, again... Listen to me. Someone who loves your country. Someone you who do? hates fascism. Yes. Someone who fight authoritarians left and right. I'll tell you something. The well, right what wing have you done, Sean? What have you done about it? What have you done? No, I've I will excuse admit, me. I, I excuse, what have I done about it? I published a literary journal behind the Berlin Wall. Yeah, forty years ago. Uh, four 40, years ago. Yeah, years four ago. years ago. <laughs> exactly. How long ago? I worked in Haiti to help uh, to set up a sustainable edge. What have you done? I've been working entire worked, my life wait, to help you, people. What you do in Haiti? I set up a sustainable education program that is running to this day. Oh, really? That's amazing, man. It is, how'd isn't get, it, Bill? How did you get involved with that? I love how like I'm complimenting you and you're taking it as an insult. <laughs> Bill got me a coffee last Monday. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. <laughs> so how do you get involved with the, the Haiti project? It was after the earthquake. I went there. After the earthquake? Was it just yeah, something we, that we, we, you just felt My it? father, my fair father, he had cancer for a long time. Oh, wow. And uh, I took over the family business after that. So I was running a multi-million dollar business. For what is the business? Two and a half, three years. Hoteliers. Hotel, ah. hotel business. And property management. So I was doing that for like two, three years. Saved up some money. And then after that, 
Uh, my pops is okay, thankfully. I didn't want to get into that. And it was right, right after college. You yeah. know what I mean? So thankfully, pops is still okay to this day. And, uh, and I really want to do something after that. You know, so I went to Haiti after that, and I, the longest visa you could get for th- was for. Now, what about Haiti? So the earthquake happened. Away. You just said you just felt like you wanted to help someone. You want to help out somehow. She's yeah. Walked, by, on your own dime, you just flew down there. I have. I happen to believe in the goodness of humanity. You know, and and believing in purpose of one's life, and to try to better humanity, uh-huh. and to try to better your fellow man. And so so how, I how tried that to live so that. When you get there, how were you able to make that program happen? Oh, I went through a completely corrupt organization that I made that I made work as best as I could. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and what is I didn't know it was corrupt at the time. You know. Yeah, of course. But it wasn't corrupt. It, it, they just took advantage. They took our fucking money. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one thing that a lot of people don't realize. A lot of times you give money to the organizations, they just but, fucking. But you know, it. I'll I'll tell you something about Haiti in, in terms of uh, you know, like Sean Penn has actually, man, Sean Penn is an amazing human being. And he will never get credit no. uh, for what he's done. And even in terms of, of here, and I'll tell you, in, in terms of the United States, in terms of how much he's done for COVID in Los Angeles, and in terms of what he's done for other people. Uh, Sean Penn, in my personal experience, has saved more human lives uh, than I've ever seen. When I was in Haiti, uh, I was went... Was he there when you were there? Yeah. He was more than there. Yeah, he was more than there. Um Sean Penn saved the most Haitian lives, I think, more than any government, more than the Red Cross. How so? More than anybody. He bought a golf course in PV, uh, which is the most famous uh, golf course. Or most, uh, it's the most affluent, affluent area in Haiti. It's what they say there. Uh-huh. They still say mulattoes there. Yeah. It's where all the mulattoes live, and it's the most... Uh, High income area. He bought the golf course, and there was nobody for anywhere to go. And he put like a hundred thousand people and wow. like food, shelter, whatever. And like, uh, it's not white savior bullshit. It's just like actually, I was there, and he actually helped those people. Yeah. And it's like it was just like it's funny that well, like, you know you what don't he, hear that you're right. And you know what he said? He's like, I went down there, and uh, I went down there. And I didn't want to get in anybody's way, but I found there was nobody to get in the way of. Yeah, yeah. And I did that, that's exactly how I felt as well. And, of course, I didn't have the resources to do it on the scale that he did. But I find that also interesting because um, he was actually behind the organization that distributed the COVID shots here at Dodger Stadium. That's oh, his wow. organization. I didn't know that. They were rebranded into that. And that organization was started by what he did in Haiti. And these people were like, oh, we didn't have this lunch and breaks and this. And that would remind me of shit in Haiti. Like, people would come to Haiti. And I'm a vegetarian, Bill. You know that now. Yeah. And people would come there. And we'd be in the volunteer center. And these people, oh, I'm vegetarian. I don't eat that. Oh, I'm vegan. I don't eat that. I'm like, bitch, you're in Haiti. You eat what is here. You yeah. know what I mean? They're not going to go cook something special for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're, we're going to do what we got to do. So, I don't know. When's the last time you've been to Haiti? Oh, it was, it was, it was when I left. I, I, I left there then in, I don't know, 2013. Yeah. And then I was in Prague. I did an education program in Prague. And my whole deal was to make it sustainable there, and it became sustainable. So I was able to stay in Prague. Don't you want to go back and see it? Like, Absolutely, I do. Yeah, you got to do it. Do you but get like letters from kids and shit? Yeah, something like that. Something like that, actually. Follow me on Instagram. Something like that. But I have always wanted to go back. But I was in Prague after that, so I could never go back. Yeah. And then after Prague, I was here. What do you mean you can never go back because you were in Prague? 
the visa issue and the cost really? issue. Yeah. You know, I, I moved to Prague directly after Haiti. So I was there for like five years, you know? Yeah. So it was just too much of a call. And those guys didn't need me. Because, you know, when I was there, what I hated is most of those people were there on two-week rotations. So people would come there for two weeks. They would feel good about themselves. They didn't do a shit. And yeah. they would go the fucking back to Minnesota, of wherever course. the fuck they came and from. have all their pictures and show their friends. And, and, and yeah, if fucking pi- they would take the pictures with the babies. And it was the whole fucking thing it was yeah. about. And nothing was being accomplished because there was no curriculum. There was no lesson yeah. plan. Just people coming in, talking to people for two hours. Yeah. And I said, hey, guys, we had to have local teachers here. Yeah. Local teachers, you know? So I had local teachers, and I had all the money paying back into the system. And then when I was left, I, I, when I left, I, I, you know, I, I heard that wasn't exactly the case anymore. But oh, I don't know. Bad. Yeah. But you say it's, it's running now; it's going strong. Apparently, all. that's the case. But I, I, that's what they say. But you know, when I was there, it was run tip top. You know? Yeah. To, to the teachers getting all the goddamn money like a full socialist. But you know. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> so um, what do you th- what do you think about social media in terms of like? Do you think that social media is as evil as yeah, I do? It's terrible for comedy. <laughs> Why is like, it terrible for comedy? Like, let's say you want to do comedy right, and you focus, you go on stage every day for fucking five years. Yeah. And then some guy who is just like a TikTok guy who goes and licks toilets. Like, his big thing is he likes licking toilets. Yeah. And then he's got 150,000 followers, and he's like, oh, I'm going to try to do comedy. Yeah. He's going to have more pull than the guy who's been on stage every day for five sure, years. Of course. Well, if this was 2003. Mm-hmm. That would never happen. No, it's just the art is not front and center. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an artist. Yeah. Bill. Well, we Anything. had a TikToker on the show tonight. He did well. Who's the TikToker? The last comic, Brandon Brody. Yeah, uh, I think of Brody as a comic. I don't even okay, think. Okay, so he's a, a comic TikTok. first. And Brody's a comic. Invent. Brody's okay. a comic. Yeah. yeah. If he had Brody has some following on TikTok, that's just. Big. But also, don't you think if someone is a big TikToker, and they do comedy, because I feel like the rubber meets the road, in comedy. Like if you're bad, no one's gonna laugh, no matter how many TikTok followers you have. Maybe they're going to be like, they're going to cheer when you walk on stage, but if you're bombing for five minutes, they don't care. So I kind of feel like it's a meritocracy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, here's the difference though, Bill. But if you have those followers, you're going to keep getting, (laughs) you're going to keep getting spots. People are going to care if you bomb or not. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody actually gives a shit. Yeah. They just want people at their show. Yeah. That's true. It's become commercialized. It's true. Like in, in LA in particular, if you don't have a lot of credits or if you're not some sort of star or pseudo star. People won't book you as easily as if you do, obviously. Yeah. Oh my God, this conversation <laughs> was just getting interesting. <laughs> I don't even think my microphone is even on. Okay, that's my drunk neighbor, Mike David. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so and now, and now I have a dog in my face. Hey. <laughs> that's my neighbor, Mia Mars. So, Sean, by the way, Sean, I want to talk about something. When we were in Reno, we had a conversation one time. And I said, Sean, you're so smart. You have so much passion uh, about American politics. And I feel like at the time, I told you, this was years ago, I said, I, felt, I feel like the intelligence and passion you have regarding that isn't reflected in your stand-up. <laughs> and you actually, you actually told me later, you're like, you know what, man? I listened to what you said, and I have, my act has changed because of it. You're making that up. I, I sw- never said that. You fucking said I that, never, You had a dream, No, bro. motherfucker. You dreamed you that. Motherfucker. It's like, you Just give me some credit. Have, you know how people have sleep paralysis oh, syndrome? Oh, Give me some credit. Give me some credit. I never fucking said that, bro. You, you said something adjacent to that. You said something close. I said, close. oh, Bill, your cock is huge. That's what <laughs> I said. <laughs> no. You said something like, I... 
what I said. What well, do you think? Made okay, you let's think, say that happened. Do you think that's been reflected since then? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then I'll take. Did that you put the mic down? Oh, the mic's by. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I. I. feel like you. You have made like quantum leaps in your comedy. Mm-hmm. You know. And Scott I know. Bakula. Huh. Scott yeah, Can we just talk like, about Quantum Leap? Oh, I hope what a show. What, what a show. <laughs> what a show. Ziggy. They talk about simulation theory in Quantum quantum Leap. Well, yeah. Well, they I mean, do. simulation theory is lightly the thing. I yeah. mean, do we have to explain it again? Does everyone know what it is? People are surprising. Well, explain it because I think, feel like some people don't really know. So what does it mean to you? Yeah. I mean, the simplest way that I would explain it is like we're trying to figure out what is this thing? that we're in is it god is it this is it that so just using logical processes you know we're now at the point technologically where we can imagine photorealistic graphics Mm -hmm. not only that we can imagine processing power that is faster than the human brain Mm -hmm. so the human brain is clocked at something like 17 or 19 petaflops uh, we should pass that relatively soon. Mm-hmm. And then um, with increased uh, computing power, you can imagine a scenario where we could create a photorealistic simulation that is indistinguishable from the one that you and I are in, mm-hmm. including consciousness. Mm-hmm. Because if you can recreate that petaflop speed, that type of uh, computing power, then you can actually recue. You can create well, that's individual still a theory right now that you can create individual consciousness. Well, here's well, no, no, we absolutely can. It's not a theory because all of that is technologically possible, and it's just a matter of time. It's not like it's far off. And we don't know how. Yeah. It's like Moore's law. You know, and Moore's law is still surprisingly holding pretty firm that uh, computing processing. I think it's uh, doubles up every year, every, or something like yeah, that. Yeah. So. Um, no, all all of this, and here's 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 the key difference. So, you know, you're imagining God, you're imagining this. Well, I just presented a scenario to you that is a technologically uh, reasonable explanation for the reality in front of you, and not only is it a technologically reasonable explanation for the reality in front of you. It's a technologically plausible explanation Mm -hmm. for the reality in front of you. So this now immediately becomes the first technologically plausible scenario to explain existence. And in fact, the only one. Yes. The only one. I may believe in God. You know, I may not believe in God. That may be a private matter. I may be not. But whether I believe in God or whether I don't believe in God, I will still concede the fact that this is the first technologically plausible in human history explanation for existence. So immediately, it becomes the most likely. Mm -hmm. Now, maybe in 25 years, we'll become with another more likely. But right now, sitting here today, there is no more likely scenario then this is a simulation but that is not now that when you present that to the human mind it immediately rejects it because its own ego is diminished its own importance of self is diminished Mm -hmm. but this is false actually so how do you explain a black hole vis-a-vis like simulation theory how does that how does that play out is it sort of like a glitch in mean? the matrix? How do you explain well, an orange in simulation theory? I mean, like, what does that mean? You know what I mean? I don't fucking know, bro. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
So um, black 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 holes are very interesting, though. Yeah, I mean, uh, I heard a theory about black holes Dude. that I always found to be super interesting, and uh, that was that black holes are punctures to perhaps another dimension. So a three D black hole is two D. Mm-hmm. So the black hole we're in is 40. And actually, black holes, uh, what is a black hole? It, it has a singularity point, right? Mm-hmm. So it actually, a black hole could maybe explain the Big Bang, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everything is pressed down to a single point. So we could exist within a black hole. It makes sense in terms of what we understand about what black holes are and yeah. what happened with the Big Bang. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. So you, know? you don't think that the Big Bang theory in any way counters the idea of a simulation no not at all you think it works together no well you have to understand uh the big bang theory is pretty much described in buddhist and eastern texts as uh universe dying and uh reborn again Mm -hmm. yeah that's why eastern texts are so amazing like imagine you know we're worried the world is flat and these guys are describing atoms yeah in 3500 bc they are describing atoms yeah multiple dimensions you un- different universes planets so so celestial orbits they mm-hmm. described celestial orbits 3500 bc we were doing newtonian orbits here you know and, and this is the other thing about his history is taught in from a very ethnocentric point of view mm-hmm. i mean of course they had they had algebra algebra al-qaeda you know I was always more scared of Al Jabra than Al Qaeda, and both of them are Middle Eastern. What is Al Jabra? I don't even know what that is. Uh, algebra. <laughs> it's it's in Arabic. It comes from Arabic, like okay. Al Qaeda. Yeah, yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like people say, oh, uh, Muslim people just live in the death. No, Muslim people invented math. Yeah. They invented civilization. You know, uh, fucking Babylon. Right, there's a reason algebra is called algebra. Mm-hmm. That's a, a fucking Middle Eastern word. Yeah, you know, uh-huh. that's math. Yeah, a, a guy he literally calculated uh, the circumference of the Earth, uh, like 300 BC or some shit in the fucking Middle East. Like we're just taught white history in the United States, and it really so limits do you feel our like understanding. In the rest of the world, that is known about. There's disinformation everywhere. So in India, we hyperinflate Indians. In Saudi Arabia, they hyperinflate Saudi Arabians. But in some places, of course, there's a better sense. Yeah. But in America, the most educated people have a, a great sense. I was taught that in America. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just like our we're taught a very ethnocentrist history. Yeah, for sure. And I think if we were taught a more true history of the world like most of the history knew the world was round it was calculated by different colored people the number zero was invented uh by hindus uh black people invented basically all forms of music that exist uh jesus was a brown man or darker Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. white people here prayed to a brown man that would make the world a lot better place like imagine the power of if jesus was acknowledged as a dark-skinned man yeah, in an evangelical church. Yeah, I agree. I th- I think a lot of people are closer to believing that than than you might think. I, I think don't think you would like to believe that. I mean, because I've said that to my dad, and he was sure. like, "Well, it's okay. Eh, it's all right." Right. So then, put up the picture of Brown Jesus. <laughs> what What is Brown Jesus going to look like, though? Is he going to look like a Jew from that? Nick Cannon. Period. He's going to look like Nick Cannon. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> or a Meta Man. <laughs> 
So it probably Ahmed Ahmed. It probably looks the most like Jesus. <laughs> I bet a Jesus looked like Ahmed Ahmed. Let's be well, honest. maybe you. Let's be honest. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Could be. Except for the well, hair. You know the Indian theory of Jesus, right? What is it? So okay. So Jesus is basically missing from the Bible from twelve to thirty. That's that's yeah. a God's honest truth. He'd be fucking those years. He's a teenager. No. He'd be but, fucking no. So we actually have records of Jesus in India and Tibet. He was was he a piece of shit? What we called no no no. He was a great man. We call yeah. him Ishanath in uh-huh. India. So in India and Tibet, it's thought in that eighteen years he came and he 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 was versed in the traditions and the knowledge, and he went back and he tried to tell you guys, and you, you killed him. <laughs> <laughs> and he killed him. Hey know? hey guys, love everybody. <laughs> what you piece of shit? Go fuck yourself. Well, it's really interesting actually. A lot of people think that Jesus did not. Well, he didn't die on the cross. Let me. Okay, so he was resurrected and he rolled back the rock. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> what makes more sense that he was dead and resurrected, or he was alive the whole time? You know. So the end of the Bible story. Wait, so he was he was buried, but he wasn't dead. Soma. So the, in the Bible it says they give him a, a drug named soma. Soma is I actually. I have soma in my apartment. Soma is actually acknowledged in India. We don't know what soma is anymore. So it was a drug that we know existed. It's yeah. in the Bible. We know they used to have it. We don't know what it is anymore. <laughs> like we like the way they built the pyramids. We just don't know what the fuck it is anymore. Yeah. Right. So the theory is he took soma. He wasn't actually dead on the cross, and. Uh, he rolled back because you know Jesus is actually uh, the third or second most important prophet in Islam, and the story in Islam is that he actually uh, survived the uh, the crucifixion, and uh, he went back east. And in Pakistan, there is a town called Mary Pakistan, where it is thought that Mary died. Oh wow! And it's called M A R I Pakistan. Interesting. Yeah, and not only that. Uh, they actually think that they know where the tomb of Jesus is in Kashmir. So in Kashmir, Ishanath, who we think is Jesus, uh-huh. they came back there and they actually have the tomb for him. Yeah. yeah. And not so only it's that. So still there? Is it like a, it's still a there. landmark? You can, go, you can go see it right now. Yeah. And not only that. So uh, uh, what is that thing that you guys uh, in the Garden of Eden? Yeah. <laughs> <You can't see. laughs> I love that. <laughs> so it's supposed to be between five rivers and like that area is like literally called Punjab, the land of like five rivers. Uh-huh. And not only that, let us also re- remember the birth story of Jesus. Three wise men from the east. Everybody fucking forgets that three mm-hmm. wise men from the east part. What the fuck does that mean to you? Three? You think these are just? These were actually the thoughts. They just that, spent east of Bethlehem. No, no, listen. The things that they brought with them are actually the things that uh, like Tibetans bring with them to find reincarnations mm-hmm. of uh, certain like, uh, what do they call those people? That they, The lies, llamas and shit yeah. like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So those llamas, actually everything that they brought, frankincense, myrrh, all of that shit actually fits into exact Eastern tradition with shit like Buddhists and Eastern traditions fought. Yeah. So the thinking from the East is our way is that the three wise men from the East were, uh, we were looking for a reincarnation of a, a soul and he was there and he was raised there until 12 years old. And then he went back East as the three wise men in the East were there yeah, and uh, to learn the traditions. And uh, he came back here 
And he goes, guys, check out what I learned. Yeah. Hey, Jews, guess what I learned? And they're like, <laughs> why, you gotta, why you gotta see? And you say there's no Well, Nazis. that's who he was mostly talking to at Wait, first. That's true, that's true. And, yeah. uh, well, he was a Jew himself. Yes. And, uh, and. By the way, it reminds me of that great Louis C.K. bit where his friend goes. But isn't that beautiful? <laughs> Doesn't that all of a sudden make sense? You know what I mean? Yeah, it totally makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes I like still, Jesus. I like conceptions of Jesus. I just think Jesus is totally been hijacked. Of course, yeah. In the yeah, West, and course. it's terrible what's been done to Jesus. Of course. Like, have you seen that South Park episode about how Indiana Jones gets raped? You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like Jesus yeah. is getting raped. Jesus has been raped in the West. Yeah, I completely agree. It's been you misappropriated. Know? Of course. Yeah. That's uh, and me too for Jesus. Can we get a hashtag me too for Jesus? <laughs> me too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Jesus has been raped. Yeah. No, I completely agree with that. If, if there was, I wish there was real Christianity in this country. It would be a great. Yeah, there's country. not. There's not, it's not a fucking thing. You're right. It's not. It's the opposite. I think I'm more of a true Christian than these people here. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So you believe? All right. So all this stuff in in your head, you still reconcile with the Jesus, with Jesus and simulation. You still think those those ideas? I don't think. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think it makes a difference. Yeah. Because if Jesus is here, or if you are here, there is no. Re- Difference between you, you and base Jesus? reality. Yeah. Okay. Well, the, uh, the important concept to understand really in this is base reality. So, what is the reality in which this is all launched from? Some guy named Kevin, a thousand years from now, made a yeah. video game that we're now a part of. But what I'm telling you is your life is no less real than Kevin's life. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Because uh-huh. if it's just as photorealistic, if it's just as operating in the same dimensions, yeah. it's no less real. Do you think. Th- does this relate to the idea of the singularity, which is supposed to happen in 2030? Like, do you think about that? Because that's apparently in 2030 is when computer programming is actually going to be faster than well, any Well, that's what I was human. telling you in yeah. terms of petaflops and the mm-hmm. human... Pro- that's inevitable. Yeah. So that, apparently 2030 simply, is the year, and they say something like you, quantum is going to happen when that, when that nah, occurs. It's just stupid. There will, there will be... There will be no demarcation point. It'll just happen naturally, like we got pacemakers or yeah. people have Jarvik hearts. Yeah, it's gonna be like that. But we're just gonna make we're just gonna make a lot more sex robots. No, we'll just be a lot smarter and hopefully, like, we'll follow logic because, like, governments don't make sense. We have resources. We have enough for everybody to have everything. And as Bill Hicks says, to just travel the universe in love and harmony. Do you think in our lifetime we're gonna have AI that we acknowledge as having consciousness? Or do you think that's going to be like the next revolution? Will AI, will AI acknowledge us as being conscious is more of the question. <laughs> no, there's real, Bill, there's real, uh, there's real dangerous questions with AI mm-hmm. in terms of authoritarian governments. and how. They, this is why white men are ruining this country. We need to be <laughs> on our shit. We need to be on the same page here. We need white men from 1992 back. We need white men who defend America back. Yeah. Because... Entering into this new technological age, China, Russia, these authoritarian governments, uh, North Korea, Pakistan, they're going to be utilizing AI in terms of warfare yeah. and advanced strategic planning. Mm-hmm. Not only in terms of uh, physical warfare, but asymmetric warfare, uh, computers, mm-hmm. uh, econ- economy. Yeah. So... Really, I think the white man is being programmed and broken by Russia and China right now, and he doesn't even realize it through Fox News. And Fox I think News. I think the earlier that he does realize it, and please, cut all the earlier bullshit we were talking about. Start it when I'm talking about this. The white man needs to hear this. He's being lied to by Russia and China. He's being used as a pawn. Come back to democratic principles of America. 
Yeah. Believe in a, a one American, one vote, and fuck all this racial shit. Yeah. You're being programmed by a guy named Alexander Dugan. He's in Russia. He's programming you. Okay? With you mean like a troll farms? No, he's the new Rasputin. Oh, really? He's the, me- he's the mind. I don't know about Rasputin. this guy. Alexander Dugan. Alexander Dugan. That doesn't yeah. sound very Russian. Sounds yeah, like a guy well, from I'm, Kentucky. I'm not saying it right. Um, but uh, he, he actually, um, you know, all these far-right white nationalist movements, uh, Paul Gossar, all these guys, Unite to Right, they actually have funding in Russia and ideological, ideological links to these people. Yeah. And you have to understand, all this shit is laid bare. It's all there. And it's guys like Dugan and guys like the CCP, they don't give a fuck about your racial fight or a fuck about your woke shit that you hate. Yeah. They're just trying to get they you, control you of course. and incensed. And look, and I can, I can right now give an example of the direct effect it's having on patriotism. Look at these people who are rooting on the U.S. women's soccer team to lose <laughs> or the U.S. men's basketball team to lose. I mean, what People kind rooting of, on the men's basketball team to lose? Absolutely. Why, just because they kneel? Woke, they call it woke. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You're just being programmed through these cultural issues. And once again, cultural issues are not politics. Politics are legislation, white papers, it's tax structure. Okay, it's the non-sexy things. You're being robbed through your tax structure, through your student loan scheme. And there's only one party who is enforcing that current attitude, okay? Mm-hmm. Accepting Kristen Cinema and Joe Manchin. But uh, yeah, don't be deluded by the Republican Party anymore. They're just a puppet vassal state of China and Russia, and you're being programmed. Sorry. Yes. Come so, back to me, white man. If Read Ernest Hemingway, Jack Kerouac. Remember your democratic roots. So on the flip side, on the flip side of that, you believe that the the ideology of the Democratic Party is like lily white and no, perfect? No, or no, what no, do you no, no, no. I don't there? think the Democratic Party is good. I just think everything the what Republican do you think, Party believes is What do you think is, is the, the generating force I, 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 behind I think the Democratic the, I Party? I think the Democratic Party right now represents uh, the Republican and Democratic Party vis-a-vis 1984, vis-a-vis 1992, vis-a-vis 1995. And that party, both Democrats and Republicans, for all their warts, under their 1982 system, under their 1992 system, under the 1995 system, still progress as a country. Yeah. Still progress as the greatest country on earth, and still were uh, parties, both Republican and Democrats back then, for the middle class. Yeah. That's we right. had to be a middle class country to survive. Yeah. Okay? And now, Republican Party has completely left the reservation in terms of their economic policies. They no longer believe in the same policies as, as the Republican Party of 1982, 1986, uh, 1990, 1992, 1995. Yeah. Okay? And we can't just be 50-50 all the time. What if you're 50-50 during the Civil War or 50-50 during slavery? Not everything is 50-50. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, right now, economically, not everything is 50-50. I'm not saying Democrats are great, but they still believe in something that both parties used to believe in in, 19, mm-hmm. in 1988. Well, right. Both parties be- used to believe in a minimum wage tied to inflation. And if we had that right now, minimum wage would be a fucking $22. You had Senator John Thune a fucking North Dakota, South Dakota, be oh, we don't need a minimum wage. When I was a kid, I was a cook <laughs> making $6 an hour. Do you know what $6 an hour is now? Yeah, exactly. 24 yeah. fucking dollars an hour. Yeah. He was making that as a 13-year-old child. Yeah. And the restaurant could afford to pay it because the whole economy was set up around a system where the minimum wage was tied to inflation. You've been lied to, white man. You've been deluded <laughs> through woke bullshit. 
Realize your true yeah. economic potential. Culture is being used to manipulate people. It's like people. factory towns. You're in stupid Walmart, Amazon factory towns. Fight mm-hmm. back for your shit. Yeah. Realize your history. Yeah. So how Just would not a- the bad one. Sorry. Not a what? Not the what? Just not the bad part of it. You know, yeah. How would a white man fight back? Just fucking give a book to Mitch McConnell? How would the uh, vote against Mitch McConnell? Vote yeah. for unions. Yeah. Uh, vote for a minimum wage. Yeah. Don't vote against your own economic. There was a guy. Okay. He was in, uh, he was in Tennessee. Okay. And in Kentucky, they had passed Medicare for all. Mm-hmm. And in Tennessee, he could not get the procedure. He was 41 years old. He could not get the procedure that he needed yeah. to save his life. Okay? In Tennessee, he could have gotten it. Yeah. Or in Kentucky, he could have gotten it. Right? Quick drive. But he didn't live there. You had to establish residency. Yeah. And, and, and they said, don't you wish that you were a Kentucky resident? He said, no. Because rather than pay into that Obamacare, <laughs> communist shit, I'd rather die for my freedom. And, and you know what? He did. Yeah. He did. Yeah. And there's idiots saying that in Kentucky, but they're going to get that operation. And they don't know the reason they're getting that operation because of Obamacare. Obama yeah. saved more fucking rednecks oh, who hate his ass than anybody else. Yeah. You know, the problem is the white man has been lied to again. And he's been deluded. And once he realizes that he's been lied to and deluded and the brown man is trying to actually fucking help him, his life will actually get better. Quit listening to these white, white men who are playing you like a fucking marionette. Anyways. <laughs> Brown men are trying to help you. Yeah. But with this, coupled with this, do you have... Please start this podcast at the good point. You know what I mean? Do, do you have this Nick Ken belief of... of uh, do I wear turbans <laughs> with jewels in it? <laughs> no. Of, of, uh, of black superiority? And that like... that. Yes, I the believe mil- the black the melanin, man is superior. The melanin actually I mean, watching pornography, soul. how can you not believe that the... No. Yeah, I agree. Watch sports. No, I believe. I believe. I believe in the Martin Luther King concept that everyone is equal. Uh, everyone play together. So everyone's equal. We right? don't. I will tell you this. I will say this though. In our equality movements, what we are lacking is love and empathy. Of course. And what Martin but Luther King. What Martin Luther. That for sure. Yeah. That I will say. I mean, one side is definitely fascist, but that I will say. I mean. We need more love and empathy because what made Martin Luther King so effective was love and of empathy. Course. And right now, we don't have love and empathy. I agree. We have separate, like even the people that want to be equal want to be separate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I think that's bullshit, but not at the same degree as you know people who uh, think state legislatures should vote for the president and they want to eliminate Atlanta as a voting I don't think they really suburb. know what that means when they say that. No, 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 no. They just want their guy to win. Yeah. That's what fascism is. They don't want to understand what it means. They just want their guy to win. Yeah. That's it. A conspiracy theory is just a convenient excuse. Of course. For an ends to a means. And which is still, what the Republican Party there is. There are right still, now. Repu- I don't know how many of them, but there are still Republicans who believe that there's going to be some sort of event in the next couple of months where Trump gets back in office. Yeah. They still actually believe that. It's I'm fucking still nice. waiting for that Mayan shit in 2012, bro. <laughs> I was so sure that 2012 shit was going to happen. I was like, so I can't wait sure. for all these white men to die. I, how cool would that have been in 2012? Some oh like, God. feathered serpent would have flown Look, out of the we're sky. We're going to die. I might as well die in the apocalypse, right? Yeah, but you know what I'm pissed about with reality? It's boring. <laughs> there's nothing fun. There's no aliens or Bigfoot. Well, or, there are aliens. Well, now, yeah, right? there is, but you know, do you we don't see them. What do you up. think about that? Do you think that? The, what do you think about the? Well, I've thing? actually been the. I've actually been the biggest one on that since <laughs> way before. Because I'll tell you why. The evidence was there. Mm-hmm. The fucking evidence was there. 
And you had Phoenix, you had the Phoenix light situation where over 100,000 people uh, saw a, a two mile object. Before, I mean, I can give you the case. In 19, people don't even know. In 1952, you had a, U, a UFO formation flyover over Washington, D.C. that was on the cover of the motherfucking Washington Post. You know what I mean? And then, and then the New York Times report with the Nimitz. Uh, with the gimbal video, yeah, uh, and, and numerous others, where now they have it on video with instant acceleration and uh, just the reports of uh, going in and out of water and instant acceleration, and then, and then, you know, I, I don't know if you were up on this on the reports on the East Coast for 13 years, the U.S. government. Uh, this was in the recent uh, Pentagon report, which everyone can read. This isn't conspiracy theory. This is published by the U.S. government. For 13 years, they watched these things on the East Coast with no explanation for the technological maneuvers that they were able to exhibit. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, I mean. So what is that? that what time, does that mean? What, what is that? Who is creating that? Where is that coming from? Is that part of the simulation? What's, what's happening? Is well, it like it an Easter egg be. in the video game? I mean, simulation. It's all off. It's all, you know. Yeah. Off the, off the boards then. <laughs> but, I mean. To me, that's not the most interesting part. To me, that's the wrong question. Um, I think nobody is talking about these uh, quote-unquote UAPs or UFOs in the right way. And that's we should be talking about them for the technology that they represent and for what that means to humanity. Mm -hmm. Because you have to understand, we are witnessing zero-G acceleration Mm -hmm. without Without any, any trail. Yeah. You know what that means, Bill? Anti-gravity, baby. No, no, no. That means an end to the 40-hour work week. <laughs> it means that cold means, fusion, probably. That means an end to scarcity. Yeah. That means an end to uh, the limits of production. That means, Bill, that means freedom for but every human being think, on this planet. I get that, but don't you think that human beings... Because they're tribalistic but don't you get that? Don't and you selfish, that? they're going to fuck it up. But if you have free energy, yeah, that's everything. It is everything. That's why cold fusion has so been the we fucking. Have, Bill, we have right now on this planet. This is why nobody is talking about UFOs the right way. We have on this planet right now the evidence of free energy. I don't care where the fuck it comes from. Yeah, I don't give a fuck because guess what? I have no way of telling that. I can tell you this shit is real. Yeah. I can tell you what's behind the visor. There's no evidence showing what's behind it. But I believe, based on the evidence, there is zero G free energy. And we are being robbed of it as a fucking species. So do you think You're going the- to work right now because some motherfucker is keeping this technology from you. There's an asshole. Bat- Actually, we know that Batiel Technologies, based in Ohio, has the technology right now. We know who zero- has it. They have zero G technology. They have it. And why are they hoarding it? Because exactly why? Because the whole economy is. If if we had zero G, no corporations would make. There would so be, you wouldn't be able to exert power over the masses. If we had that, you know what Bill Hicks says that humanity should just be exploring each other and the stars in peace and unity. That's what that technology represents. Yeah, it's the end of industry mm-hmm. and the start of the age of Aquarius. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm with you. No, but it's not with you, Bill. The technology is there. Yeah. Zero energy. That's what zero energy. It's so hard to understand what zero energy means. Yes. You know, so just because let's say it exists is at this place in Ohio. 
Can it be B A T A I L L E? According okay. to Jack Valet, who is can it be can it be guy. recreated or is it just like a vestigial sort of artifact of a UFO? Like, can they actually you tell me you're reverse, the fucking rocket scientist? I don't know if they've been able to reverse engineer. Don't you think if they could? Don't you think someone would just love to fucking be the one making the patent on that? Um, yeah. Well, they, we have patents on it. There, you know, there's patents on it, right? On zero G. Yeah. Yeah. There but, is, but like a crazy guy. No. Who fucking said? Like the US, No, 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 no. This is where it gets also very interesting, Bill. See, we don't know enough. So the U.S. the U.S. Navy has patents on it through uh, this guy with a Mexican last name that nobody knows who the fuck he is. No, this is real. Yeah, this is not. I'm a gonna conspiracy go with Carlos theory. Slim. Yeah, Carlos Slim. No, this is real. The U.S. Navy has patents on uh, zero G. They have patents on uh, zero gravitational drives, and they literally look exactly like UFOs. And this is in the last two years. The U.S. fucking Navy does. Whoa. Yeah, and they have working prototypes. Well, I'll tell you what was no. We don't know anything. Yeah. We have no. I'll tell you what was interesting about the Nimitz incident. Okay, and you know uh, these UFA, UAP people. UAP people don't like this explanation, but do you know about the Nimitz incident or not? Yeah, I mean, probably not as much as you, but yeah. Okay, so there it. was. So there was. Yeah, I've seen the video. New York Times reported. Yeah. Uh, you had. I think there were F 18s uh, they encountered and were circling around a, a Boeing 747 craft under the water mm-hmm. uh, that was percolating the water above it with another craft above that, above sea level. They circled down. That craft shot up to them, instantaneous acceleration, mm-hmm. and shot off to their next waypoint. Mm-hmm. Now, what's also interesting about this, about the USS Nimitz, is they were conducting a test. What test? Was it a nuclear test? No, just like whatever flight tests, yeah. route tests they do. So they were conducting tests in that area. So I just find it to be very interesting that they're actually going through a test and then they come across these technologies. Mm-hmm. It's almost like these technologies are being tested against the test. So I don't know. So one plausible, I mean, this is like you put on the speculation alert because, you know, there's differences between what we can say has empirical evidence and what is speculation. Yeah, this is speculation. So I just find that very interesting. So I would not find it surprised if we had it reverse engineered and that was our technology. Because USS Nimitz incident was real. That technology is beyond any government or mm-hmm. is known to happen. But if you know anything about, uh, you are probably up on it. Sometimes I read Jane's Defense Quarterly. I keep up on aircraft. I actually like the F-35 despite cost overruns. I think it's important to, for U.S. to keep a, a superior airspace. Sure. But if you know anything about where our generational aircraft is, it's nowhere near that. No, of course not. So yeah. what's your speculation? Our speculation is if I think it may be a speculate, we, I think it may be ours when we reverse engineered it. Yeah. The okay. only way the only way we would have that technology and it would be ours is reverse engineering it. Now, there's a guy who used to work in the Obama administration in the DOD, I think, Christopher Maloney, something. I think that's a guy from Law and Order. SVU. Yeah. But it's, it's something like that. And he brought up a plausible explanation for it, and his was uh that it's just pre-existing um AI, uh, an offshoot of an AI. Mm-hmm. that has now established itself here and pops up. Because mm-hmm. everyone knows about Nimitz, but nobody knows that in the same uh, report that was just released that for 13 years they monitored this off the East Coast. Like, yeah. Almost, it sounded like every day, every other day. Yeah. So to me, 
the evidence is there. We already have disclosure. It's just like, I mean, do you want to accept it? And now it it's not? like nobody cares. Because, well, yeah. because we're, of transgender high school athletes. So no one cares about UFOs. Yeah, that's so funny. We're so self-involved <laughs> as a species. We're like, oh, did Kevin text me back? Like UFOs. Like, oh my God, can you believe Kevin was talking to Chloe last night? Like, who the fuck cares about UFOs? You know what I mean? Is Clubhouse like, we, dead? Clubhouse like, is dead, right? The, the U.S. government literally just released a report that they have. This is not other governments. They don't know what it is. Like the U.S. government just said that likely this is either AI or aliens. Yeah, yeah. And we don't care. Nobody that cares. That should have changed everything. Yeah. We shouldn't be fighting with each other anymore. It made us fight more somehow. I should be jerking you off right now. Wait, Sean, you that's know? a good way to end this podcast. So, exactly. Um, <laughs> anyway, but we should end because it's it's We should. It's gotten so late. Neighbors. But I feel like we should start this podcast an hour from <laughs> here. You know no, it I mean? was great, Sean. Yeah, I thought Thank so. you for coming and having uh, and you're a lot of fun. I literally just came. Thank you. Yes. Hey, guys. Sign it off from the left. Right. Where can find, people find you, Sean? What's your what's your handle? Because it's all about the social media, baby. Oh fuck! No matter what Christ. you think, fucking Putin already knows. <laughs> at Sean Joshi, at S H A A N dot J O S H I, and uh, of course, uh, subscribe to my YouTube. Uh, a new season of Doom Tonight is dropping. Nice, starting tomorrow. I love it. Thanks, yes. Sean. And Doom Tonight. Tell them how great Doom Tonight is. Tell Doom them Tonight's great. Sean, tell them what a, it is. It's Sean as the devil. Yeah, but you got to see the trailer. You feature prominently in the trailer, and it's very good. Oh, really? Yeah, I got to show it to you. I'll show it to you right now. After <laughs> okay, show it to you. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.